Aloha. Hello and welcome. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode number 392 of the show. Very stoked for you to be a part of this journey with us. Um, if you are, if you would like to comment on anything you hear tonight or today, a lot of people listen to the show while they're mowing their lawn. I've heard people with like riding mowers, you know, that when they mow the back 40, if you're listening on the mower, I'm, I'm deathly allergic to grass. I mean, I am, and I'm not like cut grass fucks up my eyes and sinus cavity. So you won't catch me mowing any lawns. I don't, I'm, I'll be honest. I don't know if I've ever mowed one. Uh, if you would like to reach out, you can do so via the email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Additionally, you can call us. A lot of, a lot of talent shows up in the voicemail area and it's, you know, it stresses people out. But once you do it, you can do it. 949-464-TBLS is the phone number. Call it. You'll hear my voice. Start talking. It gives you three minutes. I'd advise you not to use the whole three minutes. It's it's like a best man speech. You just, you don't have it. You're just, you're not good enough. I promise. Keep it to like a minute, minute and a half. Uh, additionally, Many people know this. If they, if you are subscribing to our bonus content, that means that every week, delivered to your feed, whatever app you're on, you get the entire show without commercials, and it's a couple of hours. And on that, you get all everything we talk about. For instance, this week, if you're a Red Circle subscriber, towards the latter part of the show... You're going to hear us discuss Quentin Tarantino, a director that we love, and his thoughts on his alleged on-screen foot fetish. I don't know that it's very alleged. I add that for add that for no reason. He claims it's just good being a good director. So, we'll we'll talk about that. And if if you're not subscribed to the bonus content, you're not going to get our thoughts on that. You're not going to get our thoughts on what Bill Cosby thinks about the R. Kelly conviction. He's got thoughts. He, he still weighs in on things, you know? He's, he's been released. I don't know if they're going to retry him. He got off on a technicality. He's got good lawyers. He's old as fuck. He's, when we used to do a death pool, he would always be selected by someone. He's still got those things on his face. If you want to know what we think about what Bill Cosby thinks about R. Kelly, you got to subscribe to the bonus content is what I'm saying. There's also a certain country in the, in the, in Europe that is, that's got an issue with, they don't have enough clowns. They're running out of clowns. You're like, if you want to hear us talk about that, you got to subscribe. So click on the show, the, the link in your show notes, or and subscribe there. It's five bucks a month or fifty bucks a year. You could also go to theballerlifestyle.com. There's a click, there's a link that you can click at the top of the page there, and you can 
Also go to my Twitter at Brian Beckner and click the link, my pinned tweet or whatever, the top of my page there. Click that. Subscribe there. There's myriad ways. And if you're and if you're content getting, you know, most of the show, hour ish, hour 15, a little over half. Maybe two thirds, sixty six point six percent. Hey, I'm good with that, too. We're, we're here to please. We love you guys. We appreciate you appreciating us. And, and like I said, joining us, us in this journey. I am joined now, as I always am, by noted author, Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Uh, my The paperback version of my book, like it's all like a mess, but paperback version of my book, the Christmas book came out today. Today, today, Um, today, which is yesterday for the people listening to the show, unless you're listening late at night on Tuesday night. But there's like a couple things I had to make some changes and it gets approved. So there'll be a hardcover next week and uh, the Kindle in two days. It's all because once you make a little tweak, then they say, oh, it takes three days for us to approve this or that. But uh, whatever anybody wants to get, I get paid the same thing. Right. I priced it accordingly. So like the hardcover cost $8 more than the, the paperback. The, the paperback 1750, the hardcover's uh 25, but I I get paid the same thing for for everything. So um take a look and I will I will be marketing this more specifically uh after, you know, as we get into more Christmas shopping scene uh scene, but as we've discussed, there are some people who are really get a jump on all their Christmas stuff. So uh, I was advised I was advised to put it out um, in early October and uh, we'll, 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 we'll do some content related to the book. But it's it's an all encompassing guide, everything from music like the history of the music to independent music, the worst songs. Uh, same goes for movies, TV uh all that good stuff we did we once did a podcast about um that super depressing christmas song band-aid do they know it's christmas but a, but a good song is, did we is that do we, was that discussed in your we, that's that made the book i'm sure of course i yeah. mean we we got into the documentary of making it where they all the cocaine and everything oh yeah remember that they were oh. like in a studio and they were just it was just randos showing up and then it would be like, is that cool in the gang? Are they, is who, who's there? Is yeah. It, no, it was, the pointer sisters. There'd be like random people showing up in the studio and it's random. And who the guy, oh, the one guy, because there's a lot of like household names in that George Michael. Yeah. Simon LeBon. And remember we, would do, we did some like research and it was like, Oh, that person is, uh, is a very unique to 1984 celebrity or 1985, whatever it was, you know, like yeah, there were yeah. some guys that you were like, who's that? And you, you, you read, Oh, he had a huge hit song in September of 85. And that was the last time you heard of him, but he happened to be hot right at that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah that's what I was saying. The, the, the guy that gets the bulk of the lyrics, his name escapes me. Oh, he Paul was, Young. Paul Young, who was doing the uh, the Hall and Oates song every time you go away. Yes, he was a, he was a big time dude at the time, and has you know does didn't have the 
staying power that a lot of these people did. Although R.I.P. George Michael, who was an icon, and he was saying on Do They Know It's Christmas. You want to talk about, I mean, a legend. He left the studio recording last Christmas to go to that or vice versa. One of the most iconic, still enduring Christmas originals to yeah. this day. Last Christmas, a, a song that we've made clear on this show many times where George Michael, out of the goodness of his heart, right, he's a good shared the, the publishing with his longtime Ridley. bandmate, Andrew Ridgely, who's probably living fat every year. Every oh, January, yeah. he probably gets a fat fucking check from that song. Uh, yes. And I think I've, I think I remember when, uh, Artie Lang used to be on Stern and he talked about, he's, he's Santa in, uh, yeah. one elf one. Yeah. One scene of elf. And yeah. he said, oh yeah, that pays for Christmas every year. Like a, a healthy Christmas just by having one being one part of one movie that's in rotation, like a song like last Christmas. I mean, that's. 36 years old. Oh yeah. I think I remember Artie saying he gets like $10,000 a year right? from that, from that one scene he was in on uh, in elf. It's a good it's scene, but it's, but it's just one scene. It's just one scene. Cause so imagine because they say that, uh, what's her name? Mariah Carey. Oh. She banks about $10 million every year from her Christmas song, which is called what Ed? Uh, all I want for Christmas is you. All I want for Christmas is you. Uh, another banger heard constantly at Christmas time. Ten million dollars she makes every year from that. I wonder what the uh, the dude who wrote it like. You know how they say, "Oh, Mar- Mariah wrote it," but it's yeah. it's a combination. I think she contributed to it. Sure, but there's uh, I can't remember. There's another name. guy's name on it. Yeah, so she sat down and like I think she gave. Uh, I think she, you know, had a, uh, some sort of line and like it was like, all right, let's let's turn this into a song. And he did, you know, all the music and right and, you know, fleshed it out. It's a collaboration. Thing. Yeah, for it's sure. A collaboration. But, you know, we always just credit. Uh, oh, right. You know, yeah. The singer like, you know, there there I, I, I've talked about that. I I respect Elvis even though he didn't write anything because his arrangement was, a, was key to a lot of what he did too. So yeah, he couldn't, he had to bring his thing to it and people would bring him a song and go, Hey, this sounds like Elvis. And, and then he'd go do it. And he'd go, yeah, let me do it like Elvis. And that's, you know, it wouldn't be a hit for fucking Johnny Mathis. Not no, no disrespect to Johnny Mathis who had plenty of hits on his own, but he was a different kind of singer. And, uh, yeah, so you'll, you'll be hearing plenty from me, but, uh, of course, if you get it, be kind in the reviews. Of course. Be, Give them a good be, review. Be above board. Let's let's uh let's keep it clean. I'm I'm selling to grandmas too. No, because last time there was an issue in the No 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 people but that would was like correct. Check that was corrected our... with some of them, but a couple of yeah. them they never got corrected. And I was like, oh, this is tough. Yeah. Um uh, it's I'm I'm having and we can move on here. I'm having a major issue. You know how I like to make my notes as I'm recording with a mechanical pencil in this case Is it already it, down fuck well i drop it once a show but right as i was about to start it did that thing where it only had like a tiny chunk of lead in the end so you'd go to press on it and it would slide back in so i know what to do in that situation i i 
pull it out and I flick it across the room. But now the next piece of lead won't come out and I've removed the tip and then I pull out the lead and I try to do the fucking the, the reach around where I slide it back in through the front which hasn't worked. I'm without a writing implement and I, I have my bag here. I can reach down and I know there's a pen in it, but so I don't typically just, write with a pen when I'm doing, it's just, I could write with a pen. I can cross things out. It's okay. I just don't usually write with a pen and it's kind of throwing me off. I'll be honest. I've been fucking with this pen soul the whole time. Uh, that's uh, listen, yeah, it's, it's tough when routine is broken. That's right. Um, and I know we do our RIPs, but I thought this is an RIP, but we should recognize Diamond Dave announced his retirement. Yeah. And he did it in the most Diamond Dave way by saying a phrase that isn't really said. Shoobity boobity bop. He's like, I'm throwing in the shoes. That's not a thing. That's like the, that's like the cherry on the pie. Yeah. (laughs) It's I'm throwing in the shoes. No, like I know like uh athletes will leave their cleats on yeah. or, or the wrestling shoes on the mat, but like yes. you don't say I I'm throwing in the shoes. It was just very Diamond Dave, like I remember uh Pat Oswalt one time, like it, part of his joke was like, Well, what if the uh David Lee Roth was the uh the head of the uh English department in a university? Just thinking about like that guy's command of the English language was always a little bit suspect. Uh, yeah, it is. He's uh, but, and also, also like, what's he retiring from? Like, I saw Van Halen on the reunion tour in like oh four, right or oh eight. I think it was oh four. Might have been oh eight. It was around then. It was in the aughts. And look, you know, they didn't seem too stoked. To have him on stage, Wolfgang was up there, and and Dave, you know, he wasn't doing those high kicks, and I feel like he had a little help, a little computer aided help with the high notes. If I'm being honest, I remember. A I love him. Yeah, I, I mean, I you know, I, I love him. I'm not. It's just funny that he would, of course, just choose a phrase that doesn't yes. really doesn't make sense. Um, I saw a video a couple of years ago where he was like trying to sneak up on people and these dudes who were like having a bachelor party in a Vegas hotel room. He heard, uh, he heard a Van Halen song and he knocked on the door and the guys were like all 25 and probably doing good. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. uh, who are you? Yeah. Like, hey guys. Yeah. And he, he expected them to like erupt. Instead they were like, I don't know. This is just a song that's on. Yeah. Like, I don't Bibbity bibbity bop. My uh my buddy Todd's sister was a was like one of those video chicks. She was one of the girls of the Sunset Strip. Mm, and wow. one time, one time in the 1980s, the phone rang at their house, and one of Todd's friends picked up the phone and he's like, Hello? And he's like, and the guy on the other end was like, Hey, how you doing? Is Tracy home? <laughs> and no, he's like no off switch. Yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, well, um, yeah, hold on. Let me get her. Can I tell her who's calling? Woohoo! This is David Lee Roth. And he's like, just let her know I'm outside. And they looked it's like out. like Duff Man. Yeah, yeah. It was in the 80s. And they looked outside and there was a white limousine. And David Lee Roth was standing out of the out of the sunroof on like an old school. You know, this is the 80s. It was like a dial phone. 
oh, connected somehow best. to the limousine. Yeah, the best. Uh, well, he he'll be missed. I mean, I didn't know he was still doing no, much, but yeah, he's a great I think guy. It, he's amazing. It must have been. Wasn't it? Was it? Recently, was it him that Kiss was making fun of or something? Wasn't yeah, it? we just talked about it. They kicked him off their tour. Yeah, so that I think is kind of sad. Like he's he's trying yeah. to. It's kind of like what we're going to do a story about a uh, NFL coach. I think there's going to be a you can't fire me, I quit situation coming yeah. up. I think yeah. maybe David Lee Roth was doing that to the general public. Like, yeah, I think you are. Yeah, you're right. He's nobody knew he was still working. And so he figured, hey. May as well just retire. Remember when they tried to replace him with Stern in New York? How'd that go? Oh, wait, replace he, Stern with no, him? He, when Stern said, I'm going to satellite radio, and then maybe he took like six months off or four yeah. months off, David Lee Roth was, I think, on like the next Monday yeah. on K-Rock. It's a pretty big letdown. And uh, yeah, it's just, that's not that's not who he was. No. He, he had energy. No, he's great. He, I'm, I'm shitting I, I'm, on him, but I, I love him. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, I, my the first the first tape I think I ever got was 1984. Like that I I I think I used like allowance money and bought 1984. Oh yeah, I got the I remember specifically for my ninth birthday. Got I got to bring one friend to Chuck E. Cheese while my parents had beers, and one of I think the friend. Gave me as a gift the 1984 vinyl record, the album. Oh, terrific. Yeah. So, yeah. The I mean, it's very baby much. Yeah. Smo- the the yes. angel smoking a cigarette. Cigarette. Yeah. 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 Totally. So, uh, oh, yeah. Happy trails. Okay. Diamond. Yes. R.I.P. David Lee Ross. Sort of. Career. <laughs> nice. Yes, sort of. Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are used to shit, 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 shit. He's Okay, let's do some of these voicemails right now. Ballers, Ben six here. Hey. Uh, just, ben 906 is our bowling correspondent with the great right. voice that got Greek us the Norm Duke. Yeah, he got us. What he's is the Greek, Greek church, church again? It's, it's hold on. Because uh, some guy got the the um who was the the ginger assassin? Right, ginger assassin got the seven ten, and the Greek he church got the seven ten split percentage yes, wise, right? Yeah, and this guy Ben 906 called in and was like, "Oh, hold on." He's like, "Yes, the seven ten split." Is a bitch, and we learned that the seven ten split. It had been so long that there had been a seven ten split in bowling because pro bowlers would never leave themselves a seven ten split. They're so right. good, right? That you would never. What is the hardest shot in bowling? It's complicated. 
he's we had a chart before. I probably could just do pictures, but um let's see here. Is it the 710 split? The the Greek church, the big four. <sighs> oh, Wired magazine says the 710 split deserves the title. I mean, it oh. seems like it. It's the two furthest apart. I would think Pins. so. But at the same time, we we looked at something that had the percentages and Greek church was lower, right? I think it was. I think there was something even lower than a Greek church. Hold on. Let's see what Wired Magazine says. The percentages, well, let's see. Uh, drops. Oh, this is the lead is like they're really painting a picture. Another bowls of strike. Nine times nine. Uh, the percentage is one of the. I don't know. Hold on. Let me see if there's a chart because I'm now I'm interested. I know the Greek. I think there was something harder than a Greek church. Let's do hardest bowling shot. Is it even called a shot? Hardest bowl. Oh, there's there's oil patterns. Hardest bowling oil pattern. Don't they just fucking slick it down? Oh, right now. What do you mean there's patterns? Right now, Ben's skin is crawling. He's like, yeah, what? We're so, we're so stupid. You fucking morons. <laughs> yes. Har- is it called a shot? Hardest bowling shot. Okay. This. Oh, it's, I mean, immediately it comes up with the 710 split. Now, let's see. Let's click images here because I, I, rec- oh, here we go. Here we go. I've gotten the chart. 10 hardest shots in bowling. Oh, the, no, the Greek church is the most difficult. See, we're fucking idiots. But there must be a couple. No, yeah. Oh, there's two kinds of Greek church. That's the issue. Greek church is the four, six, seven, nine, ten. Well, that's basically like all the pins left. I mean, that's half the pins. Oh, I left half. Why don't they just call it leaving half the pins? That would be the Ed Daly. Right. That's yeah. That's me. That's how I. I must have fucking seventy Greek churches. And I, I've never been able to do like that whole curve where it looks like it's about to be a gutter and goes, you know, like the way the pros do it. Yes. I just try to go straight down the middle. And sometimes like I feel it is dead center and I nail it with some velocity and I leave myself all kinds of pins. Oh, buddy. Yeah. It's there is some finesse to it. Uh, hold on. So the, there's two kinds of Greek church. There's also the four, six, seven, eight, ten. So Switch out the eight and the nine. Somehow that's less difficult, even though it's just the fucking same amount of pins just flopped three on one side and two on the other. That's a that's a one point three percent spare. But the Greek church and I assume Ben, who is the bowling expert of this show and it, it is our bowling correspondent here. Right. I assume when he's saying, oh, yeah, that guy got a seven ten, a.k.a. bedposts. That's a that's a point seven percent spare rate. The Greek church. Do you, do you think the ginger assassin used the bedpost to go bedpost? Oh, that's a really good. That's a, do you, you think know what I'm you saying. mean? You mean after he got bedposts, like, he went home and got those bedposts? Uh, I I would think so. Yeah. No. I I mean they we did determine that there are bowling groupies. Right, so, but I think Ben put a damper on what yeah. what expectations well, should be. That's but fine. did you did you see the ginger assassin? And it's right. not his gingerism any, that makes him unattractive. Por- no, not at all. Yeah, any port yeah. in a storm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so he the four six seven nine ten. I assume is the Greek church that Ben got, but even more difficult than the seven ten, but not quite as difficult as that version of the Greek church is the four six seven, which is two 
on the left side and yeah. one of the middle ones on the right. Very I've been difficult. left. I've been left with all these combinations. Of course. I just, have, I just haven't I know picked they were up cold. the spare. I haven't picked up the spare. You know, it's a real shameful moment where yeah. you only have one or two like yeah, next to each other. Right next to it. And yeah, you're like, right I got this. It. And you yeah. just get a zero on that. You're thing. like, how hard is this? I only got to get one of those. I don't even have to roll it that hard. And it's one of those corner ones. And I'll just fucking roll it right by there. And it'll just it'll either dunk into the gutter right before it. Because you take a bad angle or it'll just roll dead straight and go right next to it. You know what I blame that on? Bad oil pattern. It's got one of, my, it's one, one of the hardest true. oil patterns that week. Okay, let's see what Ben has to say. I just got back from uh, bowling. Uh, from- Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> on point. <laughs> Didn't he, wasn't he telling us that he's on vacation, on, right? Yeah, on a road trip, he pulled off a couple times. To the to peninsula. Just, He's yeah. just hitting up regular lanes all, all yes. over the place. He was he was going from the thumb to the upper peninsula, or maybe that is the thumb. I don't know. He was in the mitten. That. Yeah, he's in the mitten. And he was like, ah, fucking this drive is kicking my ass. You know what I gotta do? Just pull off and fucking bowl you, a game. You need to get out and stretch? Oh yeah. But how I stretch is uh I go, I go bowl at two thirty. <laughs> Exactly. Couple couple Miller lights and a little bowling. Couple rocks uh, down the lanes here after about six years off. So it was pretty rough. Um, not gonna lie. Uh, Vibe could be a little little sore, a little beat up. But uh, I just want to let you know that that I am not down with these two handed bowling fucks. Two handed. Um, they, they are terrible for the sport. Whoa. Um, they are actually ruining uh, the game, in my opinion. And they can go fuck themselves um, hard. So the other thing I wanted just to mention is I really appreciate the hard-hitting interview that you guys did with Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't say you That's guys; good. it was really just Brian. That's well, I'm I'm the interviewer. Whenever Johnny calls in, <laughs> yeah. but that that interview was was so poignant about cancel culture. Um, I don't even I don't even know where to go with it except for yeah. I, I mean, I agree with Johnny, uh, especially about all the people he talked about. It was just it's just. It was hard hitting, and, and I appreciate Brian you stepping up to the plate and, and having that interview. And one of these days, Ed, I really hope that you can participate. Yeah. So, uh, someday, hey, keep it baller, guys. Hey, felt, felt bad for all those guys. I listened to the show, and yeah, and sad. A lot of he's fallen heroes. He's none too kind to Greco ever since they locked eyes in that spit roast that one time. That's, like, that's right. You know, like it's just hasn't doesn't seem like it's been the same. Between them. And it's, you know, I know he's been acting a long time, but he seems to forget the names of his co-stars. And maybe because it's so method, he'll call Greco Greco, but then he'll call, he'll call Dustin Wynn, um, Harry Aoki, which was his, but then he'll go back to Holly Robinson. And I don't know her character's name, but he would do some people he does the character <laughs> name and sometimes sometimes he does the mind, given name the amount of uh, the amount of uh substances that are floating around inside that uh yeah. that big hat and he likes cigar. to have a good time he likes to have a good time <laughs> i don't blame him one bit he seems like a party ed holy yeah. shit it looks like there's pros doing this hold on got to accept the cookies you you really have no choice but to accept the cookies so yeah. let's just let's work we're getting I'm fucking getting watched, asked, okay? I'm getting, I'm getting asked all the time. Yeah. I get it. If you opt out, it's like when you would go to a, yeah. a you would, they'd ask you if you were 18. Like when you. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. No, it's you go to opt out and then it's like a 70 page missive that says, actually, you can't opt out. Right. That's like if fine. You, look, you can yeah. read you can read rules, but you can't yeah. really, you can't look at anything you want to. As Andrew Swift matured as a bowler, he evaluated every part of his game. Can you imagine maturing as a bowler? This isn't even a bowling publication I'm reading. <laughs> maturing as a bowler. What? The like, DeSales. Does, does they just mean get better? Like what is I don't know. The DeSales senior. Oh, this is, is this like a college bowler? Where let's guess where DeSales is. I'm gonna say Ohio. I'm gonna say uh Panhandle. DeSales University. Ooh. Both of us very close, but off. Private university in Lehigh County, Pennsylvania. I was this this weekend, Ed, and not to I'm getting back to the two-handed bowling, but I, you know, I canceled my cable a long time ago. Yeah. But I, I do have ESPN plus. So if you have ESPN plus, you do you can watch some college football, but it's not like the real games, which is kind of better for me because you know I like off-brand shit. But some of those so are I, great. They're great. So I watched Yale play Lehigh this weekend, and some guy on lehigh got his fucking knee bent sideways and i was like oh man he was fucked like his knee is shredded and i was like man this guy's fucking gonna walk with a limp probably the rest of his life just so he could ball out at lehigh kind of kind of bummed me out and also and also yale smoked him and they couldn't let off the gas because they were on the road and you can only you can only travel so many players at that level you could only bring like enough players to play. So you couldn't, they couldn't really put in the scrubs. It was, it was a delightful game. My, uh, uh, yeah. You bringing that up. My, my uh, old assistant played soccer for Michigan state, mm-hmm. which it's a is a program. Pretty, it's a big deal. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's not, I mean, that was before the big 10 network. So I bet he yeah. had zero appearances on television yeah. and, and and it it was fun to just shit all over them. And yeah. so I'd be like, well, do, I mean, Michigan State soccer, do they keep score? Like, does anyone, does anyone even know, like, that the games were being played? And he'd be like, oh, it's Big Ten soccer. It's a big deal. And I'd be like, yeah, but I, 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 I've never even heard of any of those guys. No. Like, do they... Do they have us? Do they bother with the scoreboard, or yeah. do you just keep track yourselves? Right. And he, no, yeah, he used to the, be the ref livid. It. Be like, <laughs> you have that bad knee because you were playing for Michigan State. Yeah. Like, is it? Yeah. But that's cool, you know. <laughs> that's good. That's I'm sure, good. I'm yes. sure your parents got to the right. game. Yeah, and meanwhile, he's a fucking, you know, he's and a high level athlete. Right. That's a yeah. big. That's great. <laughs> that's a that's big great. time no, achievement. But like, yes. he was he was kind of lazy at his job, so and, that was a good yeah. way to go. Anybody that's D one anything. Oh, yeah. Except for maybe college baseball pitcher. Anyone that's D1 anything. Oh, and bowling. Although I imagine that's a club sport, even at the highest level. I don't imagine that's um, yeah. sanctioned by the university. Uh, the DeSales Senior, which we've learned is in Pennsylvania, switched from the traditional one-handed style to bowling with two hands is for two Rick, reasons. Rick yes. He's he's granny bowling, power and control. I throw it slower per se, but it has a lot more power on it. Well, that doesn't make sense. I don't see how you could have more power. If it's slower. 
I I think I've mentioned we one of our traditions. My my one son is born on Christmas Eve, and on Christmas Eve, there's no friends to be like having a birthday party with, and everything is Christmassy. So yeah. each year we would go bowling because it's like something that's open on Christmas Eve, and you're not like doing Christmas stuff. And so we would go, and uh, so once a year, I would see Michelle do the. Uh, the double-handed thing it oh, goes yeah, like great. two it goes like two miles an hour it's the worst i mean i understand she's not the most powerful person yeah there's no yeah. way you could get more power on that yeah so this reminds me and there was a real sports on this former dodgers reliever and really like the the pioneer of the closer Mike Marshall, not the Mike Marshall to bang the one chick from the go-go's but the original Mike Marshall who was a pitcher he fucked up, you know, he blew out his elbow or whatever. He developed a style of pitching where you could throw it just as hard, but you not put as much stress on your elbow. But the problem is you look like a bitch. You can't like, it doesn't look cool. Like it doesn't, it looks like you're doing it the wrong way. Doesn't the same go for bowling where like, Hey, the ginger assassin is out there with his one hand arm. I believe he might be a lefty too. Or Norm Duke, the legend at five feet four out there fucking winging it one handed. Who's the other guy? Pete Davidson. Oh, no, Pete. Pete. Oh God. So who do you think you are? I am oh, that guy. God. He's one handed like once a month. Yeah. These guys are trying to come for many years. Rick Barry was like, Hey Shaq, you here's the reason you suck at free throws. Your hands are too big and the trajectory. You're so tall. The trajectory is too straight on. What you should be doing is flipping it up there. Granny. And they'll, they'll all go in. Yeah. But he wouldn't do it because he looked like a bitch. I feel like the same goes for bowling. Pete Weber. Of course. I believe he's a legacy. Is he a junior? You don't need to look that up. I don't know. Uh, oh, there's pictures of guys doing it. Oh, man. There's, hold on. I mean, I don't, five pros who bowl with two hands. Pros? Pros. Why, oh, I'm going to, oh, Jason Belmonte. Oh, this is from 2012. This isn't new. And he's got a 300 game. Jason Belmonte, a native of Australia. Now, here's, here's, Here's a thing that it's, I got a real problem when we talk about bowling on the show, professional bowling. And this came up with the ginger assassin is these guys rock like the cycling Jersey. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the, about. like the under armor thing with like the, with like no collar and it's, you know, it's got like, it's got pizzazz. What can't these fucking guys wear a, a polo? What, like, well, how can we got to pretend like they're athletes? Okay, I'm going to watch the thing, and I'll, ju- I'll just report on it. Okay. Rob Stone. Randy Peterson, oh, Rob Stone. Chris Barnes back here with you. Jason Belmont. What happened to, what happened to Chris Schenkel? You retired? Hold on, let's see if I can fast forward here. Rob oh, Stone's right. a pro. I like, I like him usually. He's, He's close, close friend, I believe, a high school boarding school buddy of former guest of the show, Sean Pendergast. Hmm. Came on and reviewed with us. The extremely problematic movie, Revenge of the Nerds, a movie impossible to find on any streaming service. So an iconic movie from our childhood. 
I challenge yeah, I know you why, right now, though. go online and find a non-bootleg YouTube copy of Revenge of the Nerds. It's impossible because there's a lot of and I, I mean, had open sexual no assault. Idea. Like I, I saw it as a kid and then I did not see it as an adult until yes. we, right before it. I was like, oh my God. I believe uh, Sean, when he was on the show, he counted the felonies and he was in the twenties. <laughs> yeah, it was high. I, yeah, there was quite a few. Okay, let's let's see what's going on here with this two-handed bowling style. That's what I think. Absolutely, oh, I think he played yep. him straight that first game. Here we go. He thought the scoring space was I don't want to see the whole right. thing. You know, I thought I was just seeing a clip yeah, of this guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Train wreck game. Okay, this guy's a one-hander. Okay, not a bitch. Looks like a man. Bowls it like a man. Just like the dude, just like uh, Walter Sobchak, mm-hmm. greatest bowlers of all time. You know, see, this is supposed to be Jason Belmonte's 300 game, and I'm seeing everybody but Jason Belmonte here. So a whole bunch of other guys. Oh, this him? No, different guy. Fast forward. It's I'm watching some a whole somebody else's match. That is. Oh, here he comes. Here he. Oh, Ed. I realize it was 2012 and this was never cool, but it appears like he's got those sideburns that he kind of shaves into a point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like on, onto the cheeks. I feel he like that funny. was the move of like computer hacker kind of guys. Yes, totally. Yes. I could see that. You know, like okay. when, when you'd have the, uh, the systems guy come to your desk, yes. because like something was wrong yes. and you'd see the guy with the points and you're like, whoa. What's he doing on the weekends? Exactly. Well, he's telling, that's what he's telling you, Ed. He's like, hey, hey, yeah. Look, I know how to come in here and press control, alt, delete. And I know how to go into your system folders and, you try rebooting and check it? the kernels. Yeah. You try rebooting <laughs> and tell, it? Yeah. And then they'll fucking reboot it for you anyway. You're like, hey, I already rebooted. And they're like, okay. And then they just reboot it for you anyway. And then they go in there and they're like, oh, yeah, this one kernel or drive, you need to reinstall this driver or whatever. Fuck Microsoft, by the way. But they're letting. You, but they're like, also, hey, look, I got a pompadour, and I got these sideburns that I've grown down my face and shaved into a point. You want to know why? I'm I'm out there doing cool shit on the weekend, probably swing dancing. I'm swing. I got a I got a chick, maybe several, and we go out and we right. fucking swing dance. Just so He's you know, not you know. All nerd. he has he has way more sex than you. He's like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah I'm, I'm out to stuff. Definitely. Meanwhile, let come on. Let's be honest. He's. He's doing exactly what you think he's doing. He's home. He's he's, he's jerking it to to anime. And not even like the good Japanese no, stuff. He's like, just mashing it to like off-brand anime. Yeah, like Reddit stuff, like guys that make their own. Okay, let's watch this two-handed bowling. He's got the jersey. Let's hear the description. Here's Rob Stone. Oh, that's real bitch. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yep. Yeah. I do like that they're mic'd up. And look, these guys are fat. They're chubby. Like, he, this guy's not, not the same response Weber This guy's not ginger assassin fat, but he's got a belly. And this, this shirt is not. It's, I, I got to tell you, yeah. I, I like seeing some heft in my bowlers. I don't mind it, but the, the shirt is not flattering. Yeah, you don't need to I don't wear, wear the a regular bike, shirt. You know what they the need to be wearing? Like a Tommy Bahama. Like, like Steve yeah. Sharippa. <laughs> Bobby That's Bacala. Good. You know, Man. he looks good in that shirt. How about how about the boiler on that guy? <sighs> yeah, I'm worried about him. Uh, so basically, Ed, I'll describe it. It's real bitch. It's like they're guiding it with the top hand. So if you imagine, it looks like he's got his, he's bowling balling it. 
if you get my drift, with the right hand. And he's got, although. Is it like a it, reverse jump shot? It, like it, a, like under? Yeah. No, it's just like a regular roll. But I'll tell you this. The man's fingers are not in the holes. There, he's just, he's cradling it in his right hand. He's a right-handed bowler. He's cradling it in, in his right hand. And let's, let's listen to Rob Stone again. Okay. He approaches like you would normally expect. Hold on. And then he kind of like hitches it back over his hip. So instead of like bringing it up way up high, like a, like a golf swing, he hitches it back over his hip guided with the front hand. This man is, does not have his fingers in, in the holes. And that I, I think that should be illegal. Right. You know, how this, are you? Yeah. This kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but remember the guys with the giant putters? The ones that are up to their chin. Yeah, those are illegal. Those are oh, illegal. illegal? Yeah. It, you can't, I just don't. You can't anchor. I, I don't like that. I don't like seeing stuff that's just too off. Well, it, I mean, we're back to it. It looks bitch. Like, imagine trying to throw that bag in your trunk. Well, the, the, the putter is a foot longer than every other fucking club in the bag. Imagine walking through the clubhouse with one club extended well beyond the other clubs. Everybody's going to know that you're a bitch out there on the green, that you can't putt with a regular putter. I don't even know how it was more accurate. Well, you could anchor it. To me, it seems like it would be harder. So, I mean, I'm a bad golfer, but the the whole idea with the putt is that you want to like keep your hands quiet. You know, you don't want to break your wrists. And right. if you're holding, if you're holding a fucking oar with one hand, you know, with your two hands in front of your chest, it's all in the fucking hips. They're illegal now. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me just like d- describe the rest of this. Okay. Yeah. And then he kind of like, he kind of like spins it with the bottom hand, but guides it to the very le- kind of like a jump shot, like you're saying. the 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 front like hand a, there's a guiding is the guide. Hand. Yeah, right. should be. A le- I agree with Ben nine oh six here, the the bowling correspondent of the show, our our supreme bowler. And we got deep into bowling today. I will say this though, that guy Belmonte, who I just watched, Belmonte, a native of Australia, who has won twenty two titles on the PBA tour since two thousand eight has been named player of the year six times since 2012 began rolling the ball with two hands when he was less than two years old because the ball was too heavy to lift with one hand. Well, this is like Phil Mickelson who is a right-handed human being. He is. Yeah. So you see him a lot of times. Phil Mickelson likes to peacock that he's a pretty good athlete and he is. So he'll like out there on the course, he'll like to toss the football around with the boys. Hey, let's toss the, let's toss the pigskin. And he, he's got a pretty nice wing. He throws a nice ball and he'll, he'll, he'll really just whip it in there with his, with his right hand. Similarly, he also plays catch with a glove, or as you would say on the East coast, he has a catch. And when he has a catch also, he throws with his right hand. He only golfs left-handed because he mirrored his dad's swing. That's how he learned to golf left-handed. Similarly, this guy never learned to throw a ball like a man, a bowling ball like a man, because he had bad parents. They weren't like, hey, stop doing that. You're big enough to hold the ball now. <laughs> right. Stop doing it. Yeah. What are you doing? Does he still does he still have the uh the things that cover the gutters, the guardrail? Right. Up? Yes, the, yes. Like eventually you grow up. 
The blow up things. Yes. Right? Velcro totally. shoes. They're just yes. things that you eventually get older. Yes, totally. Oh, and I think this overcomes the waxing or the oil, the the hard oiling patterns, because listen to what he says. Because be, I'm not going to do the accent. Because I generate so many revolutions. Triggering. Because I generate so many revolutions of the bowling ball. My my ball, when it hits the friction part of the line, wants to curve so much harder. And I don't want to. Yeah, that's a great. I have a great number of very of of Australian friends. Very nice people. Wants to curve so much harder and so much more angular than a traditional player. Oh, so he's he's doing the old. Um, he's like doing like the the physics of the thing. He's like figured it out. He's he's like the Bill James. Of the of the sport of bowling, I which, just I yeah. sent you a few pics of him. He's got yeah. some some killer shirts. Oh yeah, see that's the style. And you see see in that middle picture. Yeah. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe that's just how it grows. I wonder if he's he's Aussie, but he might be one of those Greek. What's his last name? A lot of Greeks. Belmonte. No, no. Italian. Maybe. Uh, anyway, Ben. Hope we answered your question. We agree with you. Thanks for yeah. the thanks for the bowling. It should be illegal. It should be like the like the anchored putter, as it's called. You can't anchor the putter. You could still use that kind of putter, but you can't anchor it to your body. So no one uses it anymore because that was the benefit of that, right? Right. Okay. Here's another voicemail. Hey Brian. Hey Ed. Uh, I'm just sitting here on a Sunday. To Stu listening to class, classical music. He's got his classical music on in the background. I'm trying I love to this guy. Decipher. He's listening to the classical. I love it. Yeah. He's yeah. Definitely smoked a joint. Oh, yeah. Renaissance man. Hey, watching some sports because, you know, this is a sports podcast. That's right. And the Seahawks are struggling to uh, try and stay afloat with the Niners. But anyway, so that's how that goes. I believe the Um, Seahawks won that game. It's going to be dark fucking days here when Pete and Russ go away. It's going to be back to nine and seven. or. Uh, It'd be great for me, Stu. Be great for me. I just... I had a Steelers, I take fan, those guys. a Steelers fan complained to me about the direction of their team. I was like, uh, I would kill to have the direction of your team. Like I, yeah. my team has been bad for like a quarter century. Yeah. Turns out it's really important to get a good quarterback. And if you're not sure of the quarterback, just get a different guy, find a way to get rid of him and find somebody else. Because now this Ben Roethlisberger who likes to do rapes. I think when you discuss this guy, you cannot, you when when you have when you've been incredibly accused of sexual assault, it should really be in your uh, on your at the top of your resume. It should be the uh, right there with the objective. If people are still doing objectives, but they didn't get a guy to replace Ben Roethlisberger, and now they're fucked. You know who they'd be good with is or better is Cam Newton because he's big, right. right? He's like a Roethlisberger type, except a little more athletic. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Hold on. I almost started reading his call. However many games they play, uh, which means also a tangent, but the Mariners have always sucked, and they're going to continue to always suck. Um, but I was calling because it's like, are we going to do a song for Crystal, you know, or Crystal, or Waterford, right. oh, or Water Chevy? Anyway, up. I'm rambling. My uh, cracked and taped Android device is wondering, shall I just eliminate the stereo app? And also, hey, well, I'll call, I'll, uh, I'll just talk to you later about this. 
and Dola and oh, okay. everything. Anyway, right. you guys, I'm rambling later. Bye. No, I was, I'll be going live on stereo this Friday night. I haven't been, I haven't been live on the stereo app because my, I moved house and it was a bitch, but it was, I'm not, I haven't finished with stereo. Um, what else? Moving takes oh. a lot out of everything. Oh my God. Ed. Out of everything. Oh my God. Oh my God. Did I tell the story last week? My movers. I don't want to, I don't want to shame anybody. Um, he, what do you, Oh, the crystal. That's a, that's a good point. I'm, I'm glad he brought that up. Cause I meant to mention that we, we discussed when I was getting ready to move, I discovered in my home and in, in the, in the eBay parlance, these would be NWOT new without tags. They've never been used. They've been in the box. So in other words, forever. lightly used, never used. What do you mean without tags? Well, I don't know. You know how like you just like sometimes they sell things online and they say new without yeah. tags. Like it means lightly like used. That's what it means. Yes, probably. Yes. Well, this these this would be new with tags, but it's just in a box. So it's new with the box. So I would say new with tags, NWT. I have this beautiful crystal, these two beautiful crystal champagne flutes, Waterford crystal. They're gorgeous. They're valued at at least $150. They were given to me by a delightful older gentleman who wore sunglasses at night. He looked amazing. The only issue is, is that they have a, and this is not an, probably not an issue for you. I mean, it's a win for you. It's beautiful, expensive glasses. They're, they're, they're etched and etched is not the right word. They're, what do you call that, Ed? When they're. Uh, I thought it was etched. Etched. They're like, they have, they're inscripted. They're inscripted with engraved. Engraved. With two people's name and a date. But it doesn't make them any less beautiful glasses. I mean, it kind of does. But the thing is, we were going to do a contest and Ed said we do a a song contest. It's a good idea. I just don't think there's enough people that are going to put themselves out there to do songs. If I thought we could get 20 songs, I definitely would say, let's do a song contest. Right. But we're going to end up getting three songs. I mean, maybe we do that. I would like something where everyone can participate. And I'm just not, I don't have an idea. So I'm looking for ideas. Mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com, 949-464-TBLS. We're going to come up with a contest where you may very well, and I'll, I'll pay for the shipping. I'll ship them to you. And there, there'll be very securely shipped to you. And then you can make an Instagram post with my glasses that are, will be your glasses at that point. Thanks for reminding me, Stu. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Hey guys, this is your old friend, Mark, the nomad, Oh, Mark, the nomad. Great guy. Great voice. Mark, the nomad. Hadn't heard from him. Now, Ed, have we not heard from Mark, the nomad because of your, Stop that long was, running. You guys had a we, long running beef. We did like there a was couple, an unfollowing. We did a couple movies with him since that time. I believe we did Die Hard, right? That the last one we did, we did. Man, that was a good movie. No, we did it's a uh, Christmas movie. No, we didn't do Die Hard with him. I don't think we did. I think we did. Uh, yeah, we did. Red Dawn, right? Mm-hmm. Red Dawn, Die Hard, and then while you were on your summer sojourn last summer before last. He and I and someone else, I think there were three of us, did, oh, what's the one with Patrick Swayze where he kicks ass? He's the, he's the cooler? Roadhouse. 
Dalton. Yeah. That was a good one too. Uh, haven't heard from him. I'm just glad we're on good terms. You know, still listening, learning, not really participating as much, but I'm still listening. And I wanted to respond to a couple things from this last episode. Number one, uh, Brian making a, you know, a joke about people who say menages, and then later in the episode, like urban Meyer, glass houses, bro. Jesus. Uh, but you know, to what about what's wrong with, what's wrong with me saying Irving Myers? He's the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. What's the problem? I don't. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to flesh that out a little bit for me. I'm just not following Mark. Get back off what LSU Lala said in his his voicemail. LSU Lala. I mean, talk about glass houses. LSU Lala. You mean LSU Lala? Um, I'm convinced that this is a more of an LSU thing than uh, a Manuel and Gardenia thing. This dude crushes so much ass he does. that maybe yep. he can't get to the finish line unless he has to have some sort of weird fantasy or some kind of porn. Yep. And yep. maybe right now it's a plumber porn. Yep. I mean, this dude's really just a victim of his own success. That's He's got to see something else to get in there. He's basically slayed all the poon and Shreveport yep. or wherever the hell he's from. So, no you know, knows. on the new challenges. Yep. That's, so, yeah. that's a really good point. So, for those that weren't, maybe didn't listen to episode 391 last week, uh, LSU Lala, it's a beautiful voice, great friend of the show. He called in to, and he wanted us to ask Manuel if he had ever been, because pro- he's a plumber, if he had ever been propositioned by one of his clients, what do you call them? Customers. And I was disgusted by that, but Mark makes a good point. Maybe that's what LSU needs. Because he's made it clear to us that he has had so much sex in his career, he can't remember how much sex he's had. It's just, it's just a fucking white cloud of just dirty sexual activity. And now Mark's got a good point. Maybe he needs a little something extra to put him over the top. He just can't get there just from the normal amount. So right, it's yeah. when they, sometimes people got to add danger. Think about um, Hugh Grant. He didn't need. Yeah. He didn't yeah. need. Well, to, I'm just saying. Yeah, you have to. Add I mean, that was certain, a weird. That was a weird time. Like he just pulls over, and hey, sex work is work. No, no disrespect to Divine Brown, but he pulled over to, and he picked up a streetwalker. Yeah. Couldn't he, couldn't he go to whatever, you know, the hotel Bel Air or wherever he was staying and just fucking tap the lobby the, bar. Ta- yeah. Or tap the bellman on the shoulder and be like, Hey, here's a hundred bucks. What I'm saying. Get something he, sent up. Yeah. He added a degree of yes. danger and difficulty that can only be, uh, surmised that he, he just, he couldn't do things the normal way. He was already yeah. with Liz Hurley. He yeah. was very much in demand in the early nineties, mid nineties. And, and this is, I mean, look, this guy is arguably, you know, he's, he's on, he's very dashing. He's got that British accent. Now he was just in that, in that, uh, that Nicole Kidman show that was Uh, horrendous. And I saw it. It was like, it was like a lifetime movie with a bigger budget. It was so bad. The ending was just brutal, but he's, 
I think he might smoke cigarettes. He he has not avoided the sun. He's again, he still looks good. I was going to say he's handsome, but he does look aged a lot. He was like, he was with peak Elizabeth Hurley before she was sullied by Bill Clinton. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like that's not, that's not tier two. That's not tier three. That's tier one. Yeah. High level. Uh, Okay, guys, thank you for all of the emails. Let's do one voicemail quickly, and then we'll get into some sports ballers. Oh, I like this. I have an idea for a new game on the show. It's called how rich is this fucking guy? I nominate blippy to be the first contestant. We talked about this guy last week. So I looked him Jesus up. Jesus Christ. He I says, didn't know Adam. Who he was. Yeah. So you looked him up because thinking like, um, maybe I just didn't know his name, but he didn't look familiar to me at all. No, because your kids are too old. I, uh, my girlfriend has a young child. So she, they have turned me on to blippy. I was aware. I was tangentially aware of him because of the other thing he's known for the other controversy that followed him. It didn't seem to follow him very closely because this guy is stacking chips, blippy net worth. And Hey, these net worths can be off, but I did look at his, I did look at his Instagram one time and he drives a fucking McLaren. Not that that's saying anything. I'm just saying the dude's got a lot of money, right? Blippy net worth. $85 $85 million. Oh my God. Eight. How fuck this? Oh my God. There's a picture of him in front of a private jet with his blippy costume on. Now, Ed, you may not know this. You, you don't know this. There's a controversy now about blippy because this guy's so rich. He's brought in a stunt blippy. Oh, didn't they do that with blues clues? Didn't they? Yeah, have like yes. A- yes. There's been several blues clues guys. Similarly, but this guy doesn't, you know, the Blues Clues guys, the first guy's like, hey, I'm Steve or whatever. That's Steve from Blues Clues. And then they bring in a new guy and he doesn't go, hey, I'm still the same Steve as before. He goes, I'm Joe or whatever, whatever the new. I actually know the current because of my girlfriend's kid. I actually know the current Blues Clues guy and he's a Filipino dude and he's called Josh. So he's not like, I'm Steve also. He's like, I'm Josh, but now I do blues clues. Blippy's like, he Blippy trots out a different Blippy oh, and goes, and the guy goes, Hey, I'm Blippy. He's wearing the oh, same he's costume. Gallagher toing it. Yes. Leo Gallagher's brother. Exactly. Gallagher too. And okay, by, my God, I just read the original yeah. Blippy controversy. Yikes. It's, don't. I'm not going to yes, watch it, you know. but it was, I read was doing the description of it. Yes. Man, just, Danny his, Thomas would approve. Yes, that's exactly right. His, so how, what's, cause this is one of those articles that's like made by one of those um, Indian content farms. How much money Blippi makes on YouTube? Okay. So this is April from April. Blippi is a fun educational YouTube channel, mainly doing kid friendly content to help them learn colors, shapes, numbers, letters, the alphabet, and so much more. It is pretty good because it's also, it's very accessible. It's very like low rent. So it's like, hey, he's just, you know, there's like not a lot of like production value to it. And so you're, I I can see why kids like it. It consists of nursery rhymes, educational songs, and educational videos. Channels created by a guy named Steven. S-T-E-V-I-N. Uh-oh. Yep. John. Oh, hey, Steven John. Save some first names for the rest of us, buddy. Because you seem to be hoarding them. 
Stephen John, who started doing the writing, filming, editing, and starring at the start. He now has a whole team to help him create the content. He's a former U.S. Air Force serviceman. He has an estimated net worth of $85 million. Oh, my God. His, and this is what I was telling you, he's got all these products. His, these K-Swiss that he wears, they're his. He's got his own line. The cha- His channel has 16 million subscribers. Eight billion with a B views, Ed. That's crazy. He gets an average of nine and a half million views per day. To put that in perspective, I think an episode of Sports Center is doing really well if it gets like a few hundred thousand oh, yeah. people watching. Nine and a half million views per day. This should be able to generate an estimated revenue of around $76,000 per day. <laughs> Just from the ads on his YouTube videos, his second channel, Blippy Toys, has over 8 million subscribers as of 2021 and has accumulated over 7 billion views so far, is able to get an average of 4.8 million views per day. This is another $38,000 per day, Ed. That's another $14 million a year. This is just on YouTube. Um, yeah, there's more. And now he's got products. I'm this 85 million might be like, I love this segment. I would like somebody to make me a song. Uh, how fucking rich is this guy's song? Maybe Snowjet SST. Maybe Brad in New York. And also I would like, who's this? Adam listener, Adam, send us another one or anybody else that's listening. Send us some, how fucking rich is this guy? Because that that kind of content fascinates me. I, I love that kind of stuff. I am fascinated. This it's just different because I don't know anything about this guy until right that five minutes ago. Ed, there's all sorts of these people. Yeah, there's tons of these people. You don't know who any of them are, right? And all their names sound made up. Addison Ray, Charlie D'Amelio. You don't know those names. I might know that one because you know I. That that might be like is that a YouTube creator of like yes, yes, shit middle schoolers would find yes, yeah yes yeah. that's why I know S- that one. do you know um Steve will do it Pro- I mean he- probably I think my older son gave up on trying to tell oh yeah. dad you got to check this out and I'd be yeah. like and then he could tell I just wasn't paying attention and so I. I don't think he even tells me this shit. David Dobrik, you know, David Dobrik, all the, you know what these guys do, the YouTube guys, they just give people a Tesla. Like that's their whole thing. They're like, watch, Hey, we're going to surprise this guy and give him a Tesla. And then that's it. Like, that's the content. It's like a 10 minute video of them giving someone a Tesla and what a Tesla is like 70 grand, but their video gets 10 million views. Of course I would take it too, but it's like, you know, it's just a, it's a cost of doing business for them. Okay. Uh, excellent email, Adam. Send us another one. Uh, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. 
They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Hey, whoever came up with that, he owns Troy on DVD. Was it Parada? I don't know. I would like to remember. I would like to be able to credit. Yeah, that was a good Troy one, but on that DVD. was years ago. Yeah, it was so many years ago. Uh, Ed, what's going on in the world of sports? Uh, so the Jacksonville Jaguars coach this past weekend, they played a Thursday night game. So he, I guess it was like Saturday that these, these pictures came out. But yeah, Urban Meyer is in a lot of hot water after a video of a woman grinding against him the day after the game went yeah. viral. Yeah. And apparently he didn't fly back to Jacksonville with the team after yeah. the Thursday night loss. Then yeah. he gave a press conference in which he said he was just trying to get, they were just trying to get him on the dance floor. Uh, Jack's, yeah. Jack's yeah. owner, Shad Khan said, urban Meyer must regain our trust and respect after inexcusable conduct. Oh, that's it. He's going to try to fire him and not pay him. I love Shad Khan, by the way. Shad Khan with it's, that incredible God. soup strainer. God, he looks amazing. I he mean, really what does. A look. Also got rich in auto parts. I mean, he might be a real piece of shit. Considering he owns an NFL team, he's got to be an awful person. But that said, look at him. He looks fucking amazing. I know. He looks glorious. Glorious is the word I would use to describe Glorious. Um, two things. Two things come to mind here. Firstly, Herb, these guys, and this happened to Spurrier when he went and coached your Washington football team. Yeah. They think this shit is fucking a retirement job. They think this shit is easy. Do you look around the league and see the guys that are successful and see what they're fucking made of? Have you seen Sean McVay? He fucking remembers what every single player was doing on every single play throughout the game. Why? Because he's mentally ill. I mean, aside from Pete Carroll, I'm trying to think of a college successful college coach that i mean i think uh oh, saban, jimmy johnson jimmy oh, yeah, johnson yeah 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 right mm-hmm. jimmy johnson but i think like saban tried big sports guy over here but <laughs> saban yeah. tried but clearly he, coach. he knew it wasn't going to work i think he went like 500 it wasn't yeah he realized you know what i'm awesome as a college coach i know how to run a program and and so that bama job he's like i this can be me for life yeah, and um, no one no one tells you what to do. Here, here's the second here's the second thing for Irving Myers. This is what city did this? Because he went to the restaurant he owns or something, right? Was it? Well, they, I think they played. Go to Columbus. The, they they played at the Bengals. Mm, my Bengals. And, uh, you know, hey, I don't know the distances in Ohio, wherever he had to go. It's a small state, but I mean, take a private jet. It's but he twenty minutes. Uh. I saw this and and I'm not a fan of this dude. He he really is believing in himself a little too much. Pat McAfee, he's like the sassy punter that's on every ESPN show now. I was going to say did he was he a player? He punted. He was a punter, but he was like, right. you know, loudmouth punter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you how it is. Anyway, he said yeah. in 20 years of football, he's never heard of a scenario where the coach didn't fly back with the team. It's Never. a fuck. It's a team, and you lost. You lost. You're zero and four, and you're like, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I I I want to go hang out with some people. He he did all this to fuck this woman. Is is yeah, the guess? Of course. 
And I like the the, yeah. the other video. There was like another video floating out there, and somebody's like, "Yeah, if anyone was wondering where Urban's other hand was, and it was it was going yeah, it was right in into her, her yeah. ass." Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, he likes this ass. was yeah, like he, this was this was all orchestrated for that meetup, and then he could say, "Oh yeah, dinner with the grandkids," and then his yeah. wife clearly wasn't a fan because yeah. she's posting pictures about how grandma's you know giving a bath to the grandkids yeah, and urban's out no. <laughs> i mean it's look these guys in positions of power maybe they have an arrangement but part of the arrangement is you oh. don't embarrass your wife all right you don't you know Real i don't know what behavior. yes <clears throat> it's disgusting it, it reminds me oh my god i have to clear my throat oh my god i'm muted the, it reminds me Buddy of mine one time told me he went to a, a game. He, he after a game, he went to a private party hosted by the New York Yankees. He was he had an in with a guy that was on the Yankees, who's who will remain nameless. Go Beach, and he was at this party. And he said at this party, he walked in. It was at a it was at a restaurant that was closed only for this party. He said he walked in and you surrendered. There was security. You surrendered your phone to the security. They give it back to you when you leave. I don't know how they worked that out. This was many years ago. And he said he went in and it was like one side of the room. I've told this story on the show before. One side of the room was Tiger Woods. Another side of the room was Derek Jeter. And they were interviewing a a line of eager ladies. The thing is, is that they did it right. They didn't. They kept it under wraps. You know, Derek Jeter, he, 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 he bed many and gave him know, a gift basket and maybe gave him something else allegedly, but <laughs> he, he was very professional about it. He didn't embarrass himself. He wasn't messy. I mean, you see that video. Urban is like yes. all messy. He's, I mean, Urban Irving Myers is a well-known guy. Like not really to me. But in fucking Columbus, Ohio, he's the fucking most known person ever there. Like what? Like, how could you be that dumb? And to me, that's bad leadership. You can't not only Ed when the when George Washington took the Continental Army and he kicked the shit out of the Redcoats at the Battle of Trenton. Do you think he do you think? He, I mean, he got a horse and the rest of the guys march, but do you think he fucking headed off to, to Mount Vernon and nope. slammed the nope. help for a he, while? He made them all get vaccinated and then he led them, he led right. them appropriately. He marched along with his soldiers because they, he needed them to fight for him. He needed them to believe in him as a leader. And Irving Myers is not a leader. He should not coach another fucking practice no it's yes and the um it was fun for the media and all the speculation but apparently when he brought tebow into camp that lost most of the locker room right then because he's not a football player it's a stunt because they could tell it was a stunt and they are all buddies with guys scraping you know trying to get a roster spot and trying to, you yes. know, just get a look. Yes. They all went to college yeah. with 12 guys that still can't get in the league. Yeah. 
and he's bringing in stunt casting and uh, so many of the guys are like this is bullshit and then they actually had a decent running back last year and he drafted a running back in the first round like he just was amateur hour from the start and they're owned four and yep. the team is he's already lost the team so it's now just a matter of you know can we fire him without having to pay all the money yeah because he's probably he got a big money deal you know, and he's he's a fucking abject failure and he's a real piece of shit. And I would yeah, like he's not to liked. see something bad happen to him. Yes, right. He's not liked. So yeah. and they already got worked by the Texans. So the, the losses are just going to keep piling up. So uh, he's he's not going to make the season. He's he's going to no. be gone at some point soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an Alabama man was found sleeping in the press box amidst a pile of chicken fingers, chips, candy, and meth. What? So he broke in. Broke in right? with the meth. I, I would assume yeah. that's the spread. The that spread was there. The yeah. spread was there. Uh, I just wonder, like, was he eating? Because the one thing I, I've never tried it, but one thing I, I've heard about meth is you're not really interested in you're the not, chicken fingers. No, you're chips. not hungry. That's why they get so skinny. Yeah. Because they don't, they're not hungry. But, you know, so if you do enough meth, then it's just like, no, you're like, oh, I'm on meth, but I'm also hungry because I, I'm always on meth. Eventually right. you got to eat. I know, though, that in those press boxes, there's rules like, no, you can't root, you know, and like, the, everyone right. gets their certain chair. So do you, do you think also like part of the unwritten rules are like no meth? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Probably didn't have that rule. So he didn't, he didn't know. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Yep. You, There's always a first for everything. Anytime you see some crazy rule, that's right. you realize that's right. there was some bad event that caused that yes. rule. Yes. That's right. To, to quote, the great Dave Chappelle. I didn't know I couldn't do that. All right. This guy, similarly. What else said? Uh, Red Sox star J.D. Martinez is missing tonight's wildcard game against the Yankees after tripping over second base. I mean, these guys are great athletes. And, like, how badly could you trip over second base that you would get, be injured by it? And how delicate how are these guys? How, uh, how long, how much, what a percentage of his life has been on a diamond where, right. you know, which every step leads to everything. Yes, you kind of sense where the bases are. It's like when you get up to take a leak in the middle of the night, you right. know, oh, I got to like turn left. There's a wall right here. Even though it's dark, you kind of feel your way through right? because you know. Although I don't think that this J.D. Martinez injury, I mean, it's a, it's a real puss injury. And I believe it's, I'm not in front of a television right now, but this game is going on as we record. Yeah. Sox are actually up three, nothing in the fifth. Wow. Three, nothing. Well, I'm, I know Garrett Cole, UCLA, UCLA's own Garrett Cole has not been pitching well for the Yankees. Yeah. Because he can't do, he can't make the special. The, those rotations of the ball. recipe. Yeah. <laughs> the this, rotations are way this, down. The spin rate was up and now the spin rate's down, especially for him. And also he had to shave that beard. And you know, a lot of times these guys go to the Yankees and the Yankees make them have that clean cut look, That's which right. I have in the past yeah. advocated for. And they, they're just not as good anymore. Once they clean you up, 
you kind of, and especially these days, the the real look for ball players is the long hair and the beard. And probably when they walk into the bars, the, the baseball, the hotel bar, the, the baseball uh, groupies that are there, they see, there's another guy on the Yankees. Well, they, oh no, oh. well, none of the Yankees have beards. So that, just, that doesn't make my analogy work. Yeah, I'm lo- I'm looking yeah. at the dugout. I don't know, but but yeah, I mean, remember Giambi? He was yeah. like rock star in Oakland. He got to yeah. New York, and yeah. he might have had some decent years, but like it, he just wasn't the same guy. Yep, great, great Long Beach State dirtbag, Jason Giambi. Uh, but that's I don't think this injury will go down with. We were talking about these last week with some of the great injuries, the the, the oh. classic injuries in baseball. Deer meat knee. Boggs putting on the boot. Yes. Well, also, um, Sammy Sosa threw his back out sneezing. Yeah, Just real this, hard sneeze. I think this will be more in the Vince Coleman tarp rolling over his. Yes. Yeah. Foot I think injury. Put it in there. One guy. Well, my favorite ever is Marty Cordova, who was like kind of a journeyman. I know he was on Detroit, I think, and he was also on the. White Sox, his nickname, I don't know if we discussed on this show, his nickname was Asphalt oh. because he got, he got laid in every town. Wow. And he once missed time, missed an extended period due to a flare up, an overdose, an overdose of tan Oh, where he had gone into the tanning booth and probably was much like LSU Lala was a little tired from all the fucking he'd done the night before and dozed off in the tanning booth. And when he came out, he had actually burned himself to the point where he could not put on his uniform and play baseball. So that's, that's one of my all time favorites along, along with Carlos Zambrano who once had a bad wrist, a, a, like a um, tendonitis in his wrist that he got from emailing his brother what yes he he, he was emailing so hard Dearest with that wrist brother <laughs> and you know you know how you War really get that wrist you email <laughs> uh, so thoughts and there, prayers jd there was a guy in my office uh like a nerdy guy who had the big uh like the big wrist thing because of carpal tunnel yeah and the guy I used to work with be like hey what time are you bowling just to make fun of him for his his gear, he looked like he yeah, was bowling yeah. Gear. That's that's embarrassing. Yeah, it's like the skateboard wrist guard. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chris Russo will Mad Dog Russo won't promote Tom Brady's XM show until he gets a thank you from Brady. Um, <laughs> I mean, who the fuck? I mean, obviously this has had the opposite effect, and maybe that was his. Because one, who knew? Chris Mad Dog Russo still had a show. Yeah, I, I, his a channel. I never understood the whole Mike and the Mad Dog thing when, when it was like the big radio show in the New York area. Uh, Russo was, I think people liked him. He's a nicer guy. Mike Francesa is angry, oh, yeah, and nice. all he cares about are it, he loved Joe Torrey. And yeah, Bill Parcells, worse. yeah, and, he loves and, the Giants, and he acted like an authority, and he didn't know shit. He doesn't know he anything. Was, he was a real yeah. dick to everybody. Yeah. So Russo, even though 
he, I mean, he got into radio, even though he can't really speak. And he's special, right? Like he's a little something's off. But yeah, I think people, I think people kind of liked him. Yeah, but I they like give him. they give satellite shows to everybody. Well, they give they give them to Tom Brady. There's who is more dull? Yeah, what is he going to Tom talk Brady? About? He's like, a real boring guy. You got to pair him with like Bill Burr or something. Like who who's going to talk? Your Tom Brady's expected to talk on this thing? Are you fucking kidding me? Have you seen this guy interviewed? He is a fucking lump of nothing. He's an empty vessel. He's a good quarterback. But not, I don't want to fucking listen to him ever. Right. Super boring. Super boring. Hey, fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Culture and whatever, review with some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast. Podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.